This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. You know, George, I've got some friends affected by this first story we're going to talk about today because the pandemic, no doubt, is having a serious impact on so many different industries, but especially the travel industry. A friend of mine works for Marriott, was furloughed two months. That's turned into six, hoping that that's all that's going to be. I've got folks down in Charleston that work at Boeing, and Boeing has announced more than 12,000 layoffs nationally and buyouts, too. United Airlines planning job cuts and other airlines expected to follow. So AP Airlines writer David Cohen says that, sadly, these cutbacks, they're no surprise at all. Air travel has just fallen off the cliff. It's down roughly 90 percent worldwide. It fell as badly as 96 percent in the U.S., I mean, I'm ready to travel and go somewhere, but truthfully, I'm just not confident enough to do it. So I get it why the industry is down. But what would you say to people who maybe work for an airline or other industries that are not expected to make as quick of a recovery from this crisis, George? Well, what we're seeing uh, in the upstate and uh, in the western North Carolina, you know, where reaches here with the radio, you know, people are concerned. We're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of the, the big companies, your BMW, you know, Michelin. And uh, it goes on. It's just a, uh, a GE, of course. They're just not making the revenue right. that they were doing. And it's a disconcerting for many. These are businesses. These are profit loss machines. Yeah. As big as they are, they're still a business. And uh, there's a, uh, a huge effect, both short and long term. Uh, the short term, we've had the federal you know, stimulus package really come through and, and uh, help. But, you know, Kristen, that's buying time. Well, and there's expected to be more of that, but what that will do is buy more time, to your point. Yeah, you know, I just just read we're over $2.3 trillion in debt just for this year alone so far. Mm. That's a rather large number. (laughs) So, you know, can you keep writing the check out? We'll see to be determined that the big thing is, even though people are shutting back in the action on the street and such, there's an underlying and fundamental situation where this might be a long recovery, long road. So what's going on? What does it mean to folks that are listening? Yeah, let's talk about uh, Main Street, because then Main there's Street. Wall Street. It, it just, you got to take the big picture, kind of wrap it around and say, okay, what about me? Mm-hmm. It always comes down, you know, what's your own personal economics? So what we've been seeing is folks coming in, people calling and saying, I'm worried uh, there's talk of a, an option to retire early, is like a, a stimulus to, to get people out and looking at these lump sum payouts and such. So pension buyouts, a lot of things that these large companies are doing to jettison some of this debt mm-hmm. obligation, which is a smart play. They need to do this. I mean, if they're going to survive. Unfortunately, it comes on the shoulders of the employees, mm-hmm. your, your engineers and folks in the factories and such. And what do you do? It's a good you question. get a lump sum and, and you got an option. You go, well, that's a lot of money. Somebody comes at you with five hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars, a million and saying, hey, if you leave now, we'll give you this money. It's hard to say no to. Exactly. And you might say, well, I could pay my house off and pay my car off and you know, whatever you want to do with it, lower your debt, retire, and be on your way. Well, there's so many different issues we can we can really spend on this and saying, is that the right thing to do? You know, As soon as you pay off that house, as wonderful as it is, that money you just used to pay off that home, that money's gone forever. It's no longer working for you. Mm. Who's going to work for you? Where's that money going to come from if you stop working? Right. And say, well, I'll just get another job. If you're going to say that, obviously, I think you're rather naive to the job market out there right now. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot going on. I mean, we had a little uptick, and I appreciate that, but we've still got, what, 35-plus million out of work. Yeah, I mean, the, the stock market upticked, and a lot of that's based on optimism, which you can poke a hole in that in a minute and watch the balloon pop. 
mm-hmm. you're looking at fundamentally the economy is 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 it is swinging back a little bit, but I am just sitting here being dire, but this reality of the numbers and it's, it looks like this is going to be uh, you know a fourteen round match here. We're going to go the distance. Uh, right. before we get out of this a swift recovery with the stock market hey wonderful but really this is the point and we're going to illustrate and this was just several days ago zach and i somebody came in it was referral somebody who works with uh, michelin and okay. we, have, we deal a lot with michelin you know retirees and soon to be retirees and came in and said you know i've got this option i want to retire early one is she'd like to two is her husband's older and he is retired she wants to spend some time yeah, with Yeah, she goes, man, I just don't want to, you know, this is this is it. Can I do it? Her observation is this, and she goes, I'm not a money person, but I saw this. The market just dropped when she's starting to think this. Her account value dropped about 35%. Mm. And it was a pretty substantial amount. We're talking, it was about, Zach was about $200,000. I think you mm-hmm. ran the numbers on that. She was, yeah. you know, at its lowest, was down $200,000 from her peak. And I said, how'd you feel? She goes, I didn't sleep. Oh, my gosh. And she goes, it came back, but she goes, I don't trust it. That was a really interesting conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's somebody who's not, you know, really have a background in, in finance and uh, money management, but is aware enough to say, hey, I feel we were fortunate to get back where we were, but I don't think this is going to be sufficient. She goes, when that thing dropped $200,000, I knew I couldn't retire since it's come back. I think we can. And it was such a sense of urgency and she can't retire today, so we're going to have to wait, what was it, six yeah, months? Yeah, it could be. Three or four months? At least three or four okay. months. Okay. And, and saying, okay, Zach ran, we've got a, a software program that really does a, what's called Riskalyze. Mm-hmm. really does a stress test, which says if, if something was to happen, this is what it would look like. Well, she just went through it, basically. So what we're doing right now is reallocating and showing her inside of her 401k how to safely protect her money. Still give her a reasonable return, but not have to go through this thing again hmm. if we get stuck with another coronavirus part two or whatever. Or whatever. who knows? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think th- that's it, George. It's the what if. You know, we didn't think something like this would ever happen. I'm so tired of unprecedented and all that type of talk, but it's true. We never thought something like this would happen. So what else could happen? We just need to be prepared for it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So you're looking at this and saying, well, it came back. I'm just sorry, folks. I'm just not a big believer on this, this swift recovery. I mean, the numbers are great and everything. Thank but- you for a reality check, because I feel like all the talking heads are pontificating that, oh, it's it's all up from here. It's, it's going to be great. Invest in Wall Street. It's the way to go, which maybe it is. I'm not educated enough to say if it is or isn't. I just feel like I'm walking around out here on Main Street. How can it possibly be over economically? You got to understand what Wall Street's all about. It's full of salesmen. True. And a lot of our folks don't even need the risk. There's yeah. that too, as baby boomers. Look at this. It's a good sales pitch. It's driving the market, and people don't want to get left behind. And guess what? Someone's going to be left left behind. There's always that side of it. If someone's buying a stock, and there's a finite amount of stocks out there, I mean, someone's got to be selling. Mm-hmm. Someone's betting the other way. You're looking at this and saying, okay, how long is this going to go? What's going to do? But again, let's go back to what you know Zach just said. They might have enough. And greed will kill you. We all know that, right? Stuff we teach our kids. It'll really get you in trouble at some point. So, you know, erring on the side of caution. But getting back to driving to that initial conversation you brought up to, you know, what about people that are getting close to retirement? Yes, what do they do? Companies are in trouble or not looking good. You need to talk to somebody. You, You need to have a conversation, a dialogue with somebody who perhaps doesn't have a vested interest in the company. You know, somebody who's kind of can stand back and give you a uh, just that opinion from the outside looking in if you're working with a financial professional or you know a financial professional uh, it's a good conversation to look at you have to be careful of confirmation bias 
And we mm. all have these biases out there. One is the belief that the company you're working for, it'll come back. GE is a really good example of that, you know, watching people hold on to you know, company stock in a large fashion. It's come back a little bit recently, but it's not back to where it was, and it probably won't be for, quite uh, some for a long time, time if ever. So mm-hmm. you gotta you got to watch these love affairs with the company that you work for and the stock that you have. It's all about you. Man. It's, it's all about the retiree and saying, what does your retirement look like? I tell you one thing. Not worrying about money. That's not fun. People come in here. You know, we come in almost across the board. We have this veil people have to cross through. And basically, to get through that veil, people come in and we sit down. And invariably, their, their beliefs are this. We're reducing our debt or they're out of debt. They're working towards paying off their house. They're committed towards this. Mm-hmm. And these are the folks that are savers. They've committed towards putting money into the 401k. How much was, uh, was she doing 10%, 16? I think it was 14 or 14%. 15, yeah. She's putting 14% into 401k. Somebody might say, well, that's not really good because she should be matching. She's smart enough to know if she had it in her pocket, it would be spent. Mm-hmm. So she has this taken out pre-tax. She goes, I don't even see it, George. It just goes into my account. And here's a woman in, in you know, four years has accumulated very well because she's very focused on this. Mm-hmm. This is a person who's committed towards a happy retirement. These are people that are not defaulting to other people, but taking ownership of their own retirement and saying, I want a good retirement. I want a healthy retirement. Find out more at Northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.